Vibe check. Friday night. Vibe check. It's the after hours show. Yes, sir. That's right. And we vibing. And we vibing. And we back. And we back. We back. <laughs> Episode number 12 on the after hours show, 102.7 East FM with 3D Sound. This is your boy, Matt. This is Cypher. And it's your boy, Prodigy. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's just another night. Another night. It's October. <laughs> it's October, man. Scary season. Scary wow. season. Cold season, too, man. It's Cold freezing season, out here. Yes, yes, yes. Come yes, grumpy. Yes. It's not that cold yet, but it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. You see it. The leaves have got full-blown, you know, color yeah, yeah. changing effect. It's jacket weather. This is a vibe it's still, jacket, you know? Yeah, jacket weather. Like a light jacket. Jack-o-lantern yeah, yeah. weather. Jack-o-lantern weather. <laughs> Jack-o-lantern weather. I don't even see much jack-o-lanterns this year, yo. I don't know about Halloween happening, you know? Man, that, that was a dad joke still. Yeah, we got a dad joke. We got a jack-o-lantern <laughs> in the studio. His name is Prodigy. <laughs> my guy the wears the flyest Jack Landon you ever see in your life. My guy wears his Halloween costume all year. Uh, <laughs> hey yo, but check this though. Today's a special uh, episode. It is episode number twelve. That's yeah, right. Yeah. We actually have a, a very special guest in the building. Mm-hmm. We do. Prodigy, you want to tell us who it is? That's right. We got a very special guest in the building. That song you might have just heard right now goes by the name of Who by the boy Zarin, and we got Zarin in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Zarin, what is going on? What's good? What's good? What's up, guys? What's what are you up, saying? man? Good, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's yo. great to be here, yo. You guys are, like, full of energy. <laughs> it, yo. Yeah, man. That's the vibes that we're trying to give off on a Friday night. And uh, getting us started with that track was hype. Uh, that's off the album Tunes. It just got dropped by the boy Zarin. Yo, Zarin, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Who are you uh, and where are you from? Yeah, so I go by the name Zarin. I'm from originally, I was born in Saga, but uh, was raised in Brampton. Shout out Brampton. Um, and honestly, I've just been doing music like my whole life uh, since I was a kid. And, you know, that's that's pretty much me. Like, I'm just music, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's in your blood. It's in my blood. Obviously, I got trained and stuff. Like, it's not like a, you know, God-given talent. I trained myself as well. Mm-hmm. And, okay. You know. What do you mean trained? Like, are we, are we talking about, like, Carnatic yeah, background? Yeah, yeah, I actually took Carnatic. Okay. Yeah, yeah I took okay. Carnatic for about, like, seven years on and off. Oh, nice. Wow. So like, is this so? so let, let me ask you something. When you when you first got into Carnatic, was it out of your own accord, or is something that your mom and dad threw you into? Yeah, and like, it just worked out that you know you felt it too, it vibed with you. To be honest, I didn't really want to go. To of be course, yeah, that's usually like how it always, goes. Yes, you know how parents are, right? Mm-hmm. They hear you sing like one line, they're like, "Yo, mm-hmm. we should put you, you in Carnatic." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I was like. Mm-hmm. Out of the super singer. Yeah. Out of the super singer. Super singer. I go there. They're teaching me things I don't know. But (laughs) I realized from day one, like, I felt like learning that is so crucial. For sure. Because you could actually bring that back and do so much with it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, is this something that you realize later in life? Or is this something that you realize early? Like, what time? What? Sorry. What age did you start going to Carnatic lessons? Carnatic? I was like, maybe like 12. 12. I've been singing since I was like a kid just for fun. And people were like, yo, you're so good. You should Mm -hmm. do Carnatic. And I'm like, okay. Okay. So I went to my guru. Her name is Manjula Srikanth. She's in uh, Mississauga. So I went to her and she taught me everything. And Mm -hmm. and my dad also sings. So he taught me as well. Okay. So it's in in the blood. It's legit in the blood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's it's there. It's there. Nice. You play any instruments too? Or is it just Carnatic that you were uh, were learning? Just Carnatic. Like I learned uh, like piano for a bit. So I know like basic chords and stuff, but like mainly I know how to sing. That's about it. That's amazing, man. And we can definitely tell 
Um, you know, there's a number of tracks that he's come out with the singles. This is his th- third studio album, Tunes, that dropped on September 26th. Uh, the album's nine tracks long. Is banger after banger on here. Personal favorite of mine is actually Alert. Cypher and I were just talking about <laughs> Bro, this track before Alert we came in. Alert is a banger. Yo, absolute banger. Like, but the production's I, insane on it, too, I man. hate I hate that Zer made me wait till the last track of the album <laughs> to listen to this yeah, one. Yeah, like... You gotta say the best for the last. Yeah, yeah, the best you know? for the last. I think, I think we should little, hear a little clip of this one. Once again, this is Alert, brought to you by Zerin. Let's take a listen. Yo, gotta be alert. Bounced off a perk, now I'm in a zone, space kind of tone. Round fresh, no, quarter milli sauce, we be fighting cases, why having fun? I'm like, gotta be alert, bounced off a perk, now I'm in a zone, space kind of tone. Round fresh, no, quarter milli sauce, we be fighting cases, why having fun? I'm like, run, killer, run, incentives, you be sensitive, I'm like, don't be a That's a that the, the melody, the production is Take on point. I hate that we had to rush through every other track. I'm just <laughs> talking about this one right now, but yo, it's such a banger. We had to come out the gates hot with this yeah, one, yeah. <laughs> and we had to run this one first. We had to come out with the fire. The yo, he's fire, got the man. sound effects. Yo, the hope yeah, was yeah, big, you know, the, like it's that, it's that whistle in the background, right? You hear it just so subtly. Yeah, off yeah, the yeah. drums, it just takes you. So, yeah. so tell us, tell us what 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 was the the thought process, the creative Alert. behind this track? Yeah, Alert was uh, it's produced by uh, Jay Dillon, who's mm-hmm. like my He's my brother, like he's uh, my engineer and producer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also it's co-produced by BSP. So he's from Scarborough. Shout out BSP. Beats, Beats so precious. Beats so precious. Yep. Nice. Um, Beats so precious and Jay Dillon combined to make this beat. And uh, yeah, like one day I just, you know, I was on something. I bounced off a perk. And then, <laughs> you know, just immediately just 
we just felt the vibe and then I just went on the mic like it was just a freestyle at first yeah and then I guess I was in a like an angry mood so I just went in and I just started freestyling and just did my thing and then we came back to we we heard it and I'm like yo it's kind of fire yeah so yo that's <laughs> kind of fire is understatement just a little bit just a little yeah. bit yeah. but you know what I can tell you were in that angry mood I can tell like uh, with this last track it's like you almost wrapped it up and said Yo, listen, I'm here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we're yeah, over yeah, here yeah. to stay. Yeah. But see, see, that's the thing, though. As, even as I'm hearing it, you can see there's a, there's a little bit of anger. You know, you're coming after someone, but like your voice is also like it also serenades the track. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you got yeah. that like like your voice carries the the melody as well too. Yeah, and let's talk about tunes as an album as a whole. You know, obviously mm-hmm. went to the last track here, but um, why did you name it Tunes? And uh, where did you come up with the thought process for the album as it is? Tunes uh, initially started off like as a full like R and B type of project. Um, and then as time went on, because it started like right after Zenland. So then I started it and I was just like, okay, you know, everyone was indoors and I had this whole different vibe. But then summer rolled around, I had the whole, like I had a whole different vibe. Mm-hmm. So tunes originally came from just like, I was thinking of album names and I just felt like I have a bunch of tunes ready to go. For sure. So I was just like, yo. <laughs> appropriate, you know, appropriate album track. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I was like, let's just name it tunes. But the thing was, you know, like, I didn't know how everything would turn out, but I think it matched really well. Yeah, for 100%. sure. One thing I noticed was that you were vibing with all your music and I could tell that you would be a great performer on stage, right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. obviously we have COVID. If you had it the sucks, chance, man, like with yeah. this album, I feel like you could have put out a whole show for this whole that album. That was the plan. Yeah. Like I wanted to do a whole thing, but unfortunately, you know, COVID kind of shut everything down. But hey, like when everything's over, Facts. for sure, Coming I can't back. wait. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would be your uh, your first venue you think in Toronto? Honestly, you're... like anywhere, man. You know, yeah. like the opportunity to perform itself is just crucial. You know what I mean? And 100%. Honestly, anywhere that provides an opportunity, you should really go and showcase your talent and capitalism right yeah yeah, yeah. for sure man and we were talking about the album cover as well before is there in step in the studio uh if you all haven't seen it we're gonna put a link in our bio to obviously the album cover and the entire album streaming on spotify right now but uh it is literally a piece of art it's crazy (laughs) um ridiculous so much detail it's so meticulous like i I don't even know where to start on it you want to tell us a little bit about uh, the album cover yeah the album cover initially like uh i made it originally i made it on photoshop i tried a few things um i wanted like a crystal effect with fangs Mm -hmm. type of thing okay um and i put some stuff together and uh it looked okay but Mm -hmm. i sent it to a graphic designer he's from ukraine he goes by the name of get slower x and uh he took it he he's the one who made the cover for zenland too Oh, nice. Right. Yeah. So well, we, Zenland cover was sick too. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. It was dope. Zenland cover was probably like one of my favorites right away when I saw it. And yeah. then uh, I was like, I kind of wanted a different theme for this one. So I was like, yo, if you could do something like this, put like, put it together. He's like, yeah, I got it. And then he sent it back to me and I really felt the vibe with this like right away when I saw it. I'm like, yo, this is kind of sick. So I'm yeah. like, okay, well, I'm going to use this. Yo, you got to print this on like a, a vinyl disc. That's how yeah. sick this is. Yo. <laughs> yeah, like I would. Like real diamonds. Yeah. Real diamonds, yo, <laughs> you know honestly. I mean? you, get, you get one diamond when you purchase it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That'd be crazy. Buy a couple. Buy a couple, that's right. Speaking about shiny, you know, sparkly things, we got this next track called Glass. Mm-hmm. Glass. Another banger track. Yo, Glass is sick. You guys want to have a listen? before we talk about this one yeah, yeah let's play it the glass is actually my favorite track personally on the album Respect. let's go beautiful track once again this Thanks. is glass by zero Close the bedroom doors Million thoughts 
trusting me She making a million thoughts of me Yeah, I got a money dream I wanna know if it belongs to me Yeah, I got a lot to me Shoot it like I'm so bad, strawberry, oh I gotta get lift, I don't I can't keep all my thoughts out If you wanna smoke weed You gotta roll it up in that smoke You gotta get lift so you can't no more Feeling so wavy and that's so slow, yeah instrumental to yeah. end it off yeah okay i'm telling you this is a vibe this is my personal favorite that's right it is it, 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 Matt, why don't you tell me a little, little bit about the song why do you like the song so much if you want to smoke weed <laughs> yeah you gotta roll it up <laughs> <laughs> there it is what's 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 okay. up with that tell us the top i that this is a, this song was like an instant like i heard it i'm like this is it this is yeah. the one this is it respect man. so what, what's up with this track tell us a little bit about glass yeah glass uh it was actually produced by a producer from ukraine too oh no way yeah and you got he, the ukraine connect in, yeah in the middle i, of I the don't day. even know why but their, vibe, their vibe over there is kind of hard mm-hmm. so i instantly he actually contacted me first with like a bunch of beats and then one of the beats in the beat oh, they, was, he reached out to you yeah he emailed me and he's just like yo i got some beats that are good for you you want to try it out i'm just like okay cool you okay. think he thought yeah. you were uh, from ukraine with your zara name yeah no no no. i think he saw <laughs> I was from Toronto, but he was trying uh, to get through to me. So yeah. I was just like, yo, no problem, fam. So I heard his beat pack, and then a few of the beats were just fire. And one of the beats was Glass. Mm-hmm. So I heard Glass, and I was just like vibing to it. It reminded me, like most of tunes is kind of like a kutu slash trap type of feel. Mm-hmm. Right, so it has that bounce. But yeah, like a delayed bounce too. Yeah, like it's like a, bounce. you know? Yeah. Yeah, so I tried to like combine both like cultures type of thing, mm. right? So Glass, I was just, I was blazing. And mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out what to write about. Mm. And I was like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, yeah. So I was just like, why not write about this? Yeah. And I just wrote about it. So, so tell us a little bit about that. Like like that. I just want to touch on it because you're talking about right now. Like yeah, your yeah. writing process. Like so yeah. you're obviously writing your own tracks. You're spitting your own lyrics. He's right. hearing the beat first. So what it sounds what, like, right? Yeah, yeah, so you're hearing the beat. And then like, what is it? Like, as I'm li- listening to your lyrics too, I couldn't help but think I'm like, where's this coming from? You know, like right. how are you putting this together? It's obviously in your head. But like, what, what, what's that creative flow for you like? How does that work for you? No, honestly, like I just initially I just go on the mic mm. and you'll just hear me say a lot of just gibberish type of thing, right? Okay, okay. But that's usually how I come up with the idea. And then once I come up with the idea, that's like my main like foundation, right? Mm. And then it's just like I keep listening to it and I just feel like whatever I feel to be on whatever I'm going through or whatever I just want to say, I'll just say it, right? Mm-hmm. Usually it's like there's like a, you know, you you, got, you might be scared to say this or that. For me, I just say what I feel like. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like this is true to me. So like if you want to smoke. Weed, so, it's, so it's like not so much pen, roll it up. pen and pad for you, <laughs> I, I guess. roll it up. It is. It is pen and paper too. Like yeah. I usually uh, write it on my phone. Like I usually I write it on my notes and yeah. then I see it over and over again. I give it like a six to seven day listen nonstop to yeah. see if it's worth it. For sure, yeah. And then it's like, okay. I think that's an important process. Having to like sleep on it and come back the next day and like yeah. listen to it again make sure it hits the same way that it hit the first right. time right exactly yeah. it's like making music that ages well right? yeah. exactly For like sure. you want to listen to it in any mood and be like okay it still bumps it still right. bumps yeah. that's right and that's you right. have like that very consistent flow i think 
throughout the last three albums too, right? With yeah. Society, Zenland, and Tunes as well, where it's like a heavy R and B influence. Uh, who would you attribute that to? Would you say there's like certain artists of influence to you or hip hop artists that you try to get your take your style from or you you know are influenced by? Um, that's a good question. But like for me, I feel like growing up I always liked like Michael Jackson. To be honest, I like Michael Jackson. Yeah, nice. And then the weekend came along. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then everyone said I kinda sound like the weekend too. <laughs> you got you got the got the vibe there. I am not even gonna lie. Yeah. You're a little bit of it, you know, but you yeah. still got your own sound, but it's a little, you know, yeah, tiny little, bit. Like, yeah. I think you got more of the trap beats going. So yes, like, that's what that's yeah. what it is. That's where the bounce comes. That's, that's where the know? bounce comes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So like exactly. I was I was hearing the trap beats and then I was just like, honestly, I just wanna feel it out. I tra- I like Travis Scott as well a lot. Um I like a lot of artists and then for me it's just like because of the carnatic training and stuff mm-hmm. yeah. i just kind of just vibed out on the mic right and then yeah the sound just kind of came together so i was like thank god yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you definitely have your own sound and it, it, it tends to go towards a little bit of a darker sound as well too it right? is that, that's sound. what that's what it is yeah me yeah. jd like we all have this like dark vibe to us yeah yeah, yeah. but that's just actually how we are though mm-hmm. so that's people. It's, just, it's just how our lifestyle it's just is just real through the music then yeah would you ever think about using, you know, that Carnatic music influence uh, in your tracks, like whether it's like a middle like roll or like some Vuna yeah. or like something like that? For sure, for sure. Yeah, I just feel like I haven't really found the correct beat for that yet. But mm. got you. bro, if I could, that would be amazing, right? And You're not I, trying to force it in. Yeah, it's got to be smooth. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's got to be a way that everybody can relate with it. You know what mm. I mean? Like yeah. you put it somewhere in there and it like kind of blends in, then everybody can. It has hit your sound it. as well too, right? That's yeah, another yeah, thing yeah. too, because you got a very specific sound to to to. Have how you put your music out so right even with that right like is it you cited weekend the travis scott as influences like even even coming up like you've been doing this since you're a kid right. so there's it, these you gotta like how old are you right now zaren if you don't mind me asking i'm 24 so 24 so for majority of your life the weekend and travis scott for we're, example yeah, weren't even around weren't around yeah. so yeah you got mj long live the king yeah. but like so w- w- who else like inspired you or kept you know kept that fire going to like keep making music and pursue it I mean, you talked about your dad as well, like your right, dad right, right. a good yeah, yeah. singer, right? So did that have some kind of influence on you as well? Like, yeah, yeah, my dad, growing up, he would just always like, uh, get a karaoke machine. Okay. And he would just always make me sing his old songs. <laughs> <laughs> and I still sing the old songs. The Tamil, Tamil songs? Tamil songs. So, Tamil songs. So were you that kid that, like, you know, when the aunties come over, it's like, what, 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 what kind of songs are you talking about? What kind of aunties? Let's that ask was, That was the issue, man, because when I was growing up, I started singing decent, and mm. then it would be like, you know, when you're in a family party, mm. and everybody's just What was your go-to karaoke Tamil <laughs> I used to sing a lot of Tamil songs. To be honest, I started off singing a lot of. Tamil What's songs. one that sticks out to you, to you, right? Even till today, what's the song? Uh, probably like Vanilla or something. Okay. <laughs> okay. Do you guys know that song yeah. by SPV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Yes, yes. Rest in peace, SPV. Uh, but yeah, that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's okay. crazy, man. So you get the, the you get the Tamil in you too. Like you still have the the yeah. Tamil music. If you if you want to pull it out, it's there. Yeah, yeah. I used to sing a lot of Tamil music. I sang for uh, Bardi Arts. I sang for Agni. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, I sang for a lot of. Tamil oh, the shows. the roots are deep, yeah, yeah, yeah. my friend. CMR. They are. No, <laughs> the yeah. roots are deep. I used to sing a lot of Tamil songs, and then eventually I just felt like I found your own sound. Yeah, I was mentored a lot by the prophecy as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the prophecy taught me a lot of yeah. my techniques and he was mentoring me from time. So him as well. That's dope, man. So you talked about, you know, uh, working with a lot of other artists and collaborations, um, BSP and Jay Dylan. How do you get in touch with these folks and what's your collaboration process uh, with, you know, people from the Ukraine may it be? Um, are they just like hearing your tracks online and falling in love and then reaching out to you? Or is it more, um, you know, you go digging for, for new producers and try to find the one that fits your vibe the best? Yeah, like, honestly, for me, it's just, like, mainly just reaching out to them if mm-hmm. they're not reaching out to me or just trying to collaborate with as much as I can. 
because uh, in terms of JD, it's just we just met through school, so like we just been tight forever. Yeah. Um, but BSP, we just started talking a couple years ago, and then we got tight as well this past year. And like on tunes, he has a lot of credits. Like we worked on a lot of tracks together. We have a lot of new tracks coming out too. Dope. And it's just like I think collaboration is one thing missing in Toronto a lot. Yes. I feel like collaboration needs to happen a lot more because For like sure. we were all talking yeah. about it. If we bring our minds together and talents together, we could actually make a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. yeah. I think whether that's in the Tamil community or hip hop community as a whole, at least in the Toronto scenes, it seems like it's very siloed. You know, like you have like these artists from the West End, you got these guys from right. the East End, but like you very rarely see people come together to, to drop a collabo track. That's the thing. You know, whether it's for the city or just to put it out. What do you think that is though? What 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 is the this the reasoning for this? At least from what your experience, mm. what you're saying. Why, why do you think it's like this? I feel like when I was like, I mean, I'm still coming up. You know, I'm a long way from making it anywhere. Mm. But I feel like when I was really starting off, I tried to vouch out to a lot of people. Mm. But I think it's just more of like, you know, it's more of like a self type of development thing in Toronto versus yes. like, you know, the rest of the people. Mm. Um, I think it's more like me, me, me versus like us, us, us. Yeah. Right. Because mm -hmm. we could actually reach like a destination much faster together. if we actually work together. Facts. Yeah. Right. And a lot of artists initially when they start off, they're kind of, you know, it's just, it's just a lot of problems are avoided working alone, I guess. Yeah. And eventually it just becomes like me. I want to work alone. But there's only so much you could do alone. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Like you need to network. You need to get out there. You need to work with everyone. Develop mm -hmm. other artists. Mm -hmm. That's how you develop yourself. Right. Yeah. Right. No, for sure. And I think it's like, uh, to your point too, I think sometimes uh, a lot of these artists want to, you know, establish, quote unquote, their own brand or right. their own name prior to uh, being, you know, I guess, worthy or not worthy of uh, being able to work with other artists at the same par right. or putting out quality music. So maybe that plays into a factor into it too, but it definitely is uh, something that we need to shift in the culture to be yeah, able to put sure. these artists together and, yeah, man. Uh, and, and like, get people like, to collaborate, right? Because you working together, you're absolutely right. You got to get further and you got to get that much better music too. It goes both ways, I think, as well. Like, I guess artists that have been trying or in the game for like five years are not looking to work with someone who just entered the game, right? right. It's like, yeah. It's like they want to be with someone who's... Credibility, I guess. Yeah, at the yeah. same level as right. them is what they would consider, right? So it's right. like, it goes both ways. Like, But I mean, you got to also keep in mind, like you have like artists like Drake who seek out and just find unknown talent. Yeah, sure. yes. Take it. Yeah. And then make take care. I knew what you were going to say. <laughs> steady <laughs> hater, bro. <laughs> steady no, but you, you know what I'm saying? Like, but like, honestly, Zaren, shout out to you as well too for Thank seeing you. that that exists and like breaking that, right? And it's like what you said. We we rise together, we go further. Another yeah. thing as well too is that like in any industry or any, any kind of anything, right? Someone is making a mistake that you haven't made yet or you've made a mistake that they haven't made yet. Mm -hmm. But if you're working together now, you can also like you know what to avoid and they know what to avoid and then exactly. you come together you guys avoid that all together you know what That's i mean thing, it's yeah. just a small example of working together can go a longer way for sure yeah we'll, we'll we'll make that happen for sure and i think that's that's <laughs> that's a goal of all of ours right you, here at the after hours platform too is being able to put people together so yeah another question i wanted to ask you um two tracks that i've heard from you from back in the day one was yeah. cellular which is features okay. on our man's and arise a week ago banger by the way go yes. check it out thank you on our man's and arise playlist on spotify album is also another banger. yeah <laughs> zenland is another crazy album go check it out if you haven't yet and then the album that came up before that that i actually prefer it was anxiety. anxiety. A lot of sleepers on there. Yeah, yeah, it's anxiety. Sleeper, sleeper tracks. Uh, but yeah, it's cellular and telephone off anxiety. 
telephone. Yeah, and like you know, like it seems like you have a. It's like a. It's almost like a fetish for phones, or like. But they're both bangers. And the Zen, you're looking for Zen too. Like what's 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 up with that? Zen is just what I said. Like Zen is just like the brand. It's just Zen is me. Yeah. Um, Zen is like usually Zen is like said to like you know meditate. Meditate. That's right. This Zen is a little more dark. But like it's still Zen, right? And Zenxiety was just anxiety and then Zen. So if you have Zen and have anxiety, you have Zenxiety. Right? <laughs> so that's the name. Interesting. That's that's interesting. You have Zen and you have anxiety. anxiety. You wouldn't think that goes together. That's the thing. Like yeah. if you have anxiety, but you can still control it in a way, it's it's anxiety, right? I see what you're saying. Basically, if you take the cover in for Zenxiety, there's like a cloud in the middle of me, like separating me. So that's like feeling on top of the cloud, but then you're also on, you know, in the world and stuff. It's like a whole Zen type of vibe. You know? Yeah, I'm feeling yeah. that. That's a crazy vibe, bro. That is a crazy vibe, and the fact that you you were able to, um, you know, like get what's in your head. And right. Like put, I mean, that's what that's what art is, right? Being an artist, you're you're putting exactly what's going on with you. And you're keeping it real, right? You're yeah, not exactly. even making making anything up. Yeah, Zen is definitely this guy's style. Like you that's hear dope. It all his music, so that's dope. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. But but this one song off Zenxiety, I, I don't get the Zen vibe at all. This is more of like a, yo, get up and smash <laughs> the ceiling, you know? Like <laughs> the song's called Thick. This is one of his older tracks, but I want y'all to hear this because this is crazy. I want to ask him about this. Yo, once again, this is Thick of Zenxiety by Zarin. Stupid bounce, <laughs> stupid bounce. Thank you. Thank like, you man. yeah, that was hectic. Uh, that's a, that's my first time hearing that track, and that Holy is yeah. whoa. Yeah, <laughs> yo, just touch on Zenxiety a bit. Like the whole thing is like you know going back to his point of Zen. Like the whole album's there, and then you hear this track, and it's like it's like you're almost chasing the song throughout the entire song because it's like the 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 lyrics come right yeah. after the bounce. It's like 
you try to catch up, but you can't. You know, you just keep going. Yeah, like, did, 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 did. Yo, this is a sick yeah, bounce crazy. to that track. But like, see, even... That's even, even some Ghana like, vibes. Yeah, it has yeah, a Ghana vibe. It has like an Afrobeat vibe to it. That's the vibe. It's like a mix-up of vibes, you know? And you put your own spin. Yeah, tell us. Please do tell us about it. That's like, that's what I was trying to say. That's the Kutu Trap, right? That's the Kutu Trap vibes like I was trying to bring from time. Like that... Then cellular is cut the trap. Yep. Then if you hear on tunes, there's like air case, games, glass, it's all cut the trap. Yeah. But that's the feel, right? But like the thing is, it's so universal with Afro and everything as well, right? There's a lot of people who vibe with that sound. Yeah. Mm. It's like, uh, mm. yo, it's gonna say cut the trap. That's a whole genre. Yeah, that's, what, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you heard it here first. Yeah. You cut the trap, bro. That's what I'm in my head. As you're saying it, I'm like, yo, you locked that sound yeah. in with that first. Yeah, you heard that track with thick. Trap. You locked that concept in. Insane, <laughs> bro. Man. Yo. <laughs> Yo, so you got me fire, messed up man. right now about that track. <laughs> Yo, Jeez. man, absolute crazy. Last question for you, Zarin. Your name is Zarin. Tell Zarin. us about that, man. Where did, your real name is not obviously Zarin. So tell us yeah. a little bit about the inspiration behind that name and why you came up with it. So my actual name is obviously Braven, which you guys, uh, some people might know that. But uh, Zarin actually was just a vibe. Like I don't know why. Like the letter Z always just stood out to me. And Z was just, it just sounded pleasant, you know what I mean? Mm. And then in the language Farsi, I believe, it means like the flow of a river type of thing. So when I heard it, it just kind of made sense, right? Like, because my beats kind of like go hard and then I just flow on top of them type yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yo, Zen. And you got that Zen of the river. Yeah, yeah. Zen. Z, you know, it just, it just kind of flows the Full circles, together. full circle. You think yeah. you ever run out of Zen starting titles for your albums eventually? Nah. I mean, we've got tunes, so... <laughs> There's the... actually a lot <laughs> yeah, more. Yeah, <laughs> actually a lot more Zen titles Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying yeah. a lot more albums to come. A lot more, a lot more. Yo, the, the, <laughs> let me ask you one, one, one more thing too. Mm. I, just, I, I could ask you questions for days. I'm just so intrigued. But like, let me ask you this. So the, the Zen and the Zen, Zenxiety, right. the Zen land, like, I mean, Zen is like, you know, the normal concept of Zen is like, you're still peaceful. But like, I think your concept of Zen is not giving a, you know, a, a damn about <laughs> anything and just doing your thing. Is, yeah. is, is that right? Am, am I getting that right? or Almost. Yeah. Like very similar. Like it's just Zen is just more like of a feel that I have. It's just my like, you know, vibe in general. Mm-hmm. And then Zen usually means, as I said, like positive, like minded meditation. Just free. So, the, so the next album is gonna be Zempathy. Zempathy. <laughs> you heard it here first. Zempathy. You you're, you're leaking it. You're leaking it. You're leaking titles. <laughs> Want royalties on After Hours? Yo, Zaren, man, it's, it's been it's been an honor speaking with you, and like your cr- career is obviously man. just like just booming, man. And like if if this is a taste of what's to come, and I mean, you're already putting out fire, but if this is a taste of what's to come inevitably you're just gonna boom some more and i wish you much Thank success you. man yeah, more man. life on that yeah. bring so bring that could the trap to the could forefront the trap. Bro, that could the trap yeah. new hashtag when, uh, yeah. everything opens back up we can get live with that you know what i mean 100 hey, percent. let's yeah. do it man ladies and gentlemen once again zarin thank you so much for coming thank you through. so much for having me guys anytime brother yo tunes is streaming now on spotify and all streaming platforms go check out his last two albums anxiety and zenline as well absolute bangers once again ladies and gentlemen this is zarin we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back here on the After Hours Show.
Yeah, yeah. This is like the end of the game. End of the game. <laughs> Jesus Peace album? Yeah. Jesus Peace, yeah. It, it only had like one or two hits, but. Yeah. Nah, 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 nah. Jesus Peace had a lot of hits, but you should go back and listen to that. But everything else after that, like Documentary 2 and like. Yeah. Nah, he lost the sauce. Whatever. That being said, welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Zarin. Yo, that was a crazy interview, man. You guys, we a top the shot coming huh? through for sure. That boy's a top shot to still. Yeah, man. He, uh, we had a lo- we had a moment to you know talk to him as uh, as he headed out, but uh, yo, let's just say the boys in the come up, and there's a lot of a lot a lot of good things. A lot of behind the Zero. scenes stuff. That a we lot know. of behind the scenes for yeah. sure. Crazy because like even not, even when he's telling us, we're like, yo, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. You know, like it's like, why did you tell us this earlier? He had so but, much to talk about. He yeah. had so much to talk about. I Bro. wish we could talk about it on the air, but you know, we're gonna hold it down for we're gonna the hold next album. He's actually <laughs> busy, busy right now. Yes. So we're gonna we're gonna see him soon. Actually, it That's might be right. sooner than later. Mm-hmm. So keep a lookout for Zarin. All his tunes are on Spotify, Apple Music. Go check him out. And tunes, I said tunes, but his album's name is Tunes <laughs> as well too. <laughs> Tune, Zenland, Zenxiety. Bangers, man. That's yeah. right. All streaming yeah. on uh, on Apple Music on Spotify. Go check, check them out. them out. Now that being said, back to our regular, regular schedule programming. Regular. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like Doug Ford. Regular regular. <laughs> you making up some words today or what? Just, just trying something new, you know. We got Prodigy in here being a Yahoo. Yahoo. <laughs> Yo. That being said, top three. Let's get into it, boys. Mm-hmm. That's right. What's going on with number three? Yeah, our first story comes in live off the presidential debate that just went down uh, this past Wednesday. Oh, you seen that movie? Bro. Yeah, that movie, The Clown Show. <laughs> the Clown Show. Are we sure? Show. Yeah, when I was watching that, I felt like it was like the Comedy Network. Yeah, yeah. Normally, you see one person doing stand up, but this is two people. Two doing people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if you Good guys content. know, but uh, that presidential debate was uh, brought to you by uh, the men at Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he's uh, two seventy-plus-year-old. Uh, Baboons going at it, man. Yo. I don't know what to say. You no disrespect to Joe Biden, man. He's uh, he's a very accomplished individual. He's done a lot with as a VP as a pre- as a president's seat. Yeah. Um, he's I don't also, know. He's, he's also controversial himself. Though. Yeah. He's also said some like really suspect things. A lot that have like come up, and he's. Yeah. I think one yeah. is as bad as saying like we keep the black people in the kettles. Like it's like yeah. I don't quote me on this, but mm-hmm. it exists and videos exist. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like things have come so resurfaced and then went back under the under the rug as well. Right? Bro, what so, was Obama yeah. thinking making him his running mate? Like now that you know in hindsight after seeing these things, like bruh. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. But I mean it's and you know what sucks in the US? It's that uh there's no better alternative, right? And you know he's it almost just, the only it just sucks in the it's hard US to believe. Altogether, it just sucks in the US. That's, Yo, that's it's what it so is. garbage. And like for a, a country that has so many intelligent people coming out of it, Nobel Peace Prize winners, like in innovators, you would think there would be more options available. At the same time, they just have so many people. They're bound to be that. Yeah, bound to be like some some successful Yo, people. Thank you. That's that's yeah, exactly facts. what it is. So like for each successful person, imagine how many like exactly that's know? what it is, right? You yeah, look flops. At, you know, yeah, look at it that way. And yo, I was I was reading up on this right after the presidential debate. Uh, skyrocket number of Google searches on how to move to Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, we don't want any of you Americans coming here. Stay there. We're going to build a wall. Yeah. Let's yeah. keep that border closed. Let's keep that border closed. Actually, yeah. uh, Biden's campaign raised uh, a lot more money. I believe it was uh, somewhere around the money, uh, sorry, the number of uh, 300 plus million dollars between the period of like 10 p.m. and 11 p.m., which is when Trump was really up to his antics <laughs> during the show and he was, it was a real, um, you know, just like trampling like, over everything, basically. Yeah, yeah. speaking yeah. over him, yelling, interrupting. But there's also a poll that was done. Um, I forget the source of the poll, but the poll was done, and it, it looks like Trump is Trump is bound to pull off another victory. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if he got away with it the first time, and uh, you know, the, the reality is, most Trump supporters 
haven't been, I guess, converted back over. If anything, yeah, they're yeah. writing up the hype of all the fantastic things that he's done, or mm. or so. So, so he claims, claim, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like there's a lot. A lot of the problems that he had in that debate was that he, his facts were never right. You know, they had they were fact checked yeah. after these are things that he's repeatedly said as lies in the past. Yes, and are continuing to Bro. to keep saying right. Like he's Bro. talking about uh, unemployment numbers going down to the lowest um, when he was in the presidential seat and and jobs reopening, manufacturing jobs reopening. Um, there were 400,000 plus jobs that were created prior to COVID, but also after COVID hitting, a number of those jobs were were reduced as well. So, you know, there are a number of factors that play into it, but uh, they're writing off the coattails of the hype, I guess, uh, of the, you know. It's nonsense. Like, I, I, honestly speaking, you see a lot of these videos coming out of Trump supporters. Yeah. And when they talk and the reasoning behind it, I mean, it's one, a lot of it is driven through hatred. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a video of Trump even, like, the the moderator actually asked him to denounce uh, white supremacists. Yes. And what does he say? We actually have a clip of that. Let's run that through. Let's run that through, actually. Yes, here's Cypher. You have repeatedly criticized the the vice president for not specifically calling out Antifa and other left-wing extremist groups. But are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups and to say that they need to stand down and not add to the violence in a number of these cities as we saw in Kenosha and as we've seen in Portland. Sure, Are you I'm prepared to, to do specifically that, do it? Well, I, go would ahead, say, I would say almost everything I see is from the left wing. Not from the right so wing. So what are you? What are you? Look, what are you saying? I'm, I'm willing to do anything. I want to see well, peace. Then do it, sir. Say I'm, it. Do it. Say it. You want to call them? What do you want to call them? Give me a name. Give me a white name. White supremacists and right like me to condemn? White supremacists and right proud boys. Stand back and stand by, but I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, somebody's got to do something about Antifa and the left, because this is not a right-wing own, problem. This is a left-wing This is a left-wing problem. White supremacist. Antifa's an idea, not an organization. Oh, you got it, Not malicious. That's what right. his it's an FBI, idea. his okay. FBI director Gentlemen, said. Well, As you can hear, that, that was... Pretty straightforward, you know? Like, this is not the first time he's done this. He's done this before as well, too, when they tell him to denounce. Remember that protest? It was in Charlottesville, one of these yeah, protests yeah. where he, he pretty much said there were some fine people on both sides? Exactly. So this is essentially the same thing. Yeah. So and, something and he, new. And, but, I mean, this time was worse because he basically straight up said, you know, the, the people on the left are absolutely ro- uh, wrong this time. <laughs> yeah. He said they're more wrong, if anything. Yeah, yeah. And then when they asked him about the white supremacists, he, he basically told him, like you heard right now, to stand back, by and stand, stand back. back and stand by. Bro. Yeah, he went stand back and then he cracked himself and went stand by. And the way the way it was too is like a very like it was, it was super incognito. Like he just threw that in quickly, yeah. yep. like to make in the the. He said it and made it look like he didn't say anything. Yeah, like he knew he was treading on thin he water. He knew what he's sure. doing. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's and not. Like, it's crazy because the, the moderate Chris Wallace was like, "Yo, like denounce it, just say, say it, just say it." And he's like, "What do you want me to refer to them as?" And like, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, like he knew he knew what it was. He knew he what he knew was. Talking what it was. About, he's but. not an, he's not an, as much of an idiot as he makes himself come off to. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yo, and, Trump is a. Trump is a cartoon, bro. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what he is. Yeah, he's just a Yo, there was almost no respect for the race of the presidential office, right? Like the integrity of yeah, the bro. office was thrown out the window in that entire debate. There's even a point where he straight up called out Biden's son and called him basically a crackhead, mm-hmm. right? Oh, he's no like, way. Yeah, yeah, he, uh, yep. he you know, because there's one point uh, in the last couple of months where Trump um, referred to veterans um, as losers, losers right? Losers, yes. Uh, and denounced, you know, everything they've done for the country. And um, both of... 
uh, Biden's sons are actually uh, army men and they're veterans, right? Yeah, and Trump is a do- uh, draft dodger. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, Biden was talking about one of his sons and then uh, Trump ends up asking him about the other son and said, hey, what happened to him? You know, he was Hunter kicked out Biden. of the Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hunter Biden was kicked out of the military and uh, was like a drug addict and whatnot and was basically throwing personal jobs at him. Uh, and Biden came back to say, you know, this is what Trump's trying to do. He's, he's trying to take personal shots, but he's not caring about the people who matter the most. And that's yeah. the listeners, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, maybe we even sound biased right now on one side, but it's so hard not to be because yeah. one, one side is doing the, attack the most. I'm, I'm, right? and, and I agree with what you're saying, too. Like, I think we tend to, like, naturally, just the way we, we are, we tend to lean a little bit more left because, we, we, you know, we want, we want equal rights. People and we're Canadian. To be, and we're Canadian. Yeah, this is naturally <laughs> so, right? But, I mean, not to say Canada doesn't have its, you know, dark sure. side, too. And, and especially with Trump, the Trump era, you're seeing that a lot of more of these oh, people yeah. are feeling more, like, more confident to come out. Mm-hmm. But, like, that being said, like, it's just that, like, it, what I'm trying to get at is that, yeah, we have our left biases, but at the same time, though, there's some things that are just said that are just, like, mind-boggling. Like, this is real. Like, you know, yeah. like, you're, I'm watching what people are saying and, like, what's being taken serious. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I mean, like, this is such as, like, a sensitive topic. And I don't know right. if you guys know, but Biden actually lost two children during his lifetime. He had to bury two children. Uh, one uh, had cancer. The oh, other no. one died. In, another daughter died in a car crash. Oh, no. So the fact that he even brought this uh, as a topic, uh, speaking of his family, when he has two members of his family, two children for that matter, right. that has passed away in his lifetime, it's like it's a really sensitive topic. Yeah. Of course. It's not something you just jab about, right? Yeah. yeah. But I mean, let's let's like let's let's address that then. Like you know how you said we're the left bias, but I, now if we jump to the left, let's talk about Biden. Biden himself, I mean, you could see that. I mean, at least I've been noticing, and it's not just from the debate, but even for the past few months and after he won the primaries, you can see that he's not fully there. He's not a hundred percent. I feel like yeah. there, there's something going on. Something's off. Right? It's not healthy to be. It's like pretty much Kamala Harris is the president as soon yeah. as uh, Biden <laughs> comes in. You know, God forbid anything happens, but he's old, man. You know what? I don't want to say it, but you said it, so I'm going to run with it. Yeah. Facts, he's old. And he's you old. can you can almost see that, like, the fire is running out of him. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, you know, the, and the, it's the, crazy the, because in, in the States, when you're yeah. running for president, right? Like, um, you have to go through, like, this whole process and become yep. a politician from, you know, senator and whatnot and raise your way up. So, Not like, necessarily. But, but I'm, I'm saying for the most part, yeah. it, it, like, historically, Trump historically Trump that's how yeah, it was, yeah. right? Normally, yes, oh, 100%. Yes. Historically, that's how it was. Credibility, yes. And it's almost like, by the time you get through all those barriers and processes of being quote-unquote a valid presidential candidate you're so old oh, and you're yeah. so tapped out it's like it yeah. yeah it's like the life that you live but i mean obama wasn't either at though. the forefront obama was pretty old man i mean he wasn't older than biden and these guys but what i'm what i'm trying to get to mm-hmm. is that it's almost that by the time you reach the opportunity to run for uh, for president you're almost removed because you know what what is applicable to you at least age-wise is no longer uh, so same. far removed yeah, exactly. you know what i mean at least yeah. when you were at the forefront and uh, a regular American citizen like everyone else, right? Yeah. How relatable are you when you're 70 plus years old that's and the have been biggest, in the, the system for so yes, long, right? Yeah. That's right. That's that's actually the biggest uh, concern. It's like when you're this old, how relatable are you? To- what do you mean? I can relate to Trump. I paid $750 on my income tax. <laughs> 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 Two years in a row. My deal. That's a whole different story. That, this guy. This like it's crazy because this man claims he's a big billionaire. I'm rich. I'm this, you know, yeah. while he's waving his hands, you know, and the little hands there. Like, little hands. I'm rich. Yeah, I'm he, rich. You know, <laughs> he's just a reality star, man. That's he's just a he reality did. star, hundred yeah. percent. That's, that's literally what it is. Yeah, you could tell because he had all those uh, appearances on all these TV shows, yeah, movies. Mm. He should have just kept with that lifestyle. Yeah. Now he thinks that running for president is is like the the reality Bruh. show. That's Bruh. what he thinks Seriously. it is. Seriously. That being said, Obama was actually 47 when he hit when he oh, got wow. young. Yeah, buck. so he's pretty pretty young. And then yeah. the youngest 
president ever was Theodore Roosevelt, who was 42 years old when he got into office. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's always exceptions, Obama. I guess. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But that being said, I'm off this. Bun this comedy yeah. piece, you know? <laughs> the election's in November. If you're living in the States and you're listening to the After Hours show, please go out and vote. And uh, hopefully you're not voting for Trump. Or don't. Doesn't make a difference. <laughs> Whatever. Nah, vote. Definitely vote. Definitely vote. Don't listen to Matt. Yo, you guys Go are out there you vote. guys are sick of your lesser evil <laughs> nonsense. Last election was the lesser evil between Trump and Hillary Clinton. Like Jesus. Hillary Clinton ain't nothing nice either. Yeah. Now you got the lesser evil and Joe Biden, like who's like diminishing. Bruh, America, yo, don't come here. We don't want you here. America. America, number two. Let's get into it, boys. Let's Moving go into number it. Number two. Cypher, <laughs> tell us what it is. Number two. Uh, we have a Canadian superhero talent that's coming to the big screen. We have Miss Marvel. As if you know Miss Marvel, she is a Pakistani-American in the, uh, the inter- comic book. The comic book. We haven't, had a, we haven't had any series yet. Now, this, now we're talking about the TV series. So TV series, oh. this is going to be on Disney+. Plus, and they wanted to, of course, we're all in this, like, in this culture of trying to cast someone who really represents that person true to the, the character comic. true to the ca- rightfully character rightfully so and we had we had luckily we had you know like uh, Chadwick Boseman Black Panther yes beautiful representation yes, right yes, there yes. then we had like Maitri that we talked about in yes. uh, Never Have I Ever yes now we have someone from hometown yes Markham yeah right. Iman that's Val- right Paddy's Markham right now <laughs> <laughs> if I'm saying this right Iman Vellani and uh, she went to Unionville High School uh, just here in Markham has been chosen to play Miss Marvel in this new TV series on Disney Plus. Big so up. big ups to her. This big is like up. a huge story. Obviously, uh, she had some, you know, like some uh, exposure to uh, film through like the International Film Festival, things of that sort. But this is now her first debut on screen kind of role, uh, playing Kamala Khan, who's also known as Miss Marvel. So. Big ups to her. That's straight dope, from man. Markham. Yeah, like That's it's dope. great seeing these young kids. You know, like yeah. young kids yeah. breaking out to these big roles so early. You know, and this like, is the second time that uh, someone of South Asian descent has come out of Markham and hit the big screen in Hollywood. Uh, Maida Masood played Aladdin actually earlier this year as well in the live action oh, film. Oh, that's yep. right. Mm-hmm. So, that's right. yo, it's... Yo, it's the Canadians. And it's the Canadians, Canadians, Canadians. of color. That's a Pax. big one, yeah. The Canadians, eh? Yeah, yeah, The yeah. colored Canadians. You know what I think it is? It's when they... They have Americans, obviously. Everything's like Canadian, right. Canadian people, and they're like they're just so cultured, basically. Right, right. Even if you're like Canadian, you have still so much yes. culture in you that you can represent so well. Where like in Americans, I feel like you're so stuck on being American. They got the melting pot, right? Yeah. They call it the melting pot. Where exactly. here we're, 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 you assimilate we're, we're, there. They assimilate. You're supposed to assimilate that, the American dream. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Whereas Canada, I mean. I'm very like, like cautious solid. using the using Sound Canada. Pot. We're not the greatest, but yeah, I mean, yeah. in the sense of comparison to America, I mean, we are. We're the a greatest. lot. We're a lot more. Uh, we're <laughs> a lot more safer and cleaner in that sense. You know, where where you're you're allowed to embrace your cultures and who you are. Of course, and that's how it should be, right? Yeah, exactly 100%. how it should be. And this movement right now of actually casting the character Muslim, for what they are, yeah, are Muslim superhero is dope. You guys remember that Dragon Ball movie that came out? Garbage. Which one are you talking about? The, the the live action. One. I know what you're talking about. It's trash. The live action one where they Yo, use a Caucasian. Where they use a Caucasian yeah. for, for the Japanese yeah, superheroes, yeah. bruh. Yeah. Yo, you know what I mean. I'm, I, whatever it takes for. I'm glad that it took them a crappy movie to realize that you know you need to have some representation. Yeah, absolutely. Representation, absolutely. You know what I mean? Oh my god, that movie was horrible. So Dragon bad. Ball, like, I, it's very forgettable. It's just like the last Airbender too, right? Avatar: the Last Airbender, live action movie, same thing, right? It's not the first time. The live Avatar: The Last Airbender movie was same thing, right? Yeah. Yep. yep. It, they it, use, the, the, they the, use Caucasians. They use Caucasians, and you know the funny thing about that is the director of last the last Airbender. Yeah. 
M. Night Shyamalan. That's right. <laughs> he's a brown man. And he's brown a Tamilan. Tamilan. And the, the M. Night Shyamalan. Oh my yeah. God. He's a legend, yo. For he the, in the, in the horror L's genre. Yes. So he holds that all with Last Airbender. Big L, big L. I'm actually watching The Last Airbender right now. I'm rewatching it. What a what a epic, Classic. epic show. Yo, that guy, M. Night Shyamalan, is so unpredictable. Sometimes he has some crazy yeah. horror movies. Like Sixth Sense was like. Sixth you know, Sense? Woo! Crazy, yo, crazy movie. And it's science, science, yeah. Oh, then he comes up with some weird stuff too, you know, like things that don't even make sense. But you know, he lost it. Though. He <laughs> lost <laughs> it. Though. He's he's uh, he's out of he's out of here. Night Shyamalan, M Night Shyamalan, you're out of here. There's also that movie too, Split. I think that was a more recent movie Split. that came out. Split was good. Was that M Night? Oh, yeah, Split was M Night. Split is like a series, right? Yeah, yeah there was like a sequel. I don't know. Split was a good movie. The first movie was crazy. Yeah, this M Night M Night Shyamalan is an interesting interesting character. Still, while we're talking about like I guess playing the right roles. Shaimun Louis, if you know from uh, Kim's Convenience. Oh, yes. The brother from, from Kim's Convenience yep. uh, is playing Shang-Chi. So that uh, series is coming up uh, in July 2021 is what's expected. Might be pushed back because of uh, COVID. But right now, that's what, he was announced to play that role as Shang-Chi and the Legends of the Ten Rings. Is what he's also like. Torontonian, I believe. Is he from Toronto? Oh, wow. I believe, I believe he's Canadian as well, too. Seeing the Canadians are taking over, especially they in the Marvel universe. Eh? I mean, he's good in uh, Kim's Convenience too. That's a that's a good, that's a good show. Watch that too. Kim's Convenience, right is a here great in downtown show. Toronto. Yep, based out of Tro- downtown, based, based in downtown of, Toronto. Yeah, exactly, based on the immigrant story. So, I mean, if you're an immigrant, if you're a child of an immigrant, you actually it's actually very relatable. Yeah, mm-hmm. in that we, sense, we need more original Canadian TV, man. I, I miss the old days of having original Canadian TV. Yeah, Do you remember when sure. we were growing up? We used to have a yeah. lot of original yeah, 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 Canadian TV yeah, 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 yeah. shows. Yeah, 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 like, like Degrassi. Degrassi is Canadian. You remember? Are you afraid of the dark? Are you afraid of the darkest Canadian? Was that a Canadian, Canadian yes. show, bro? Yes. Are you yeah, Goosebumps. Man, Goosebumps. That's the first American. time you see Goosebumps Ryan Gosling. Yes, yes. You know, like Ryan was Gosling was in. Yeah, Actually, there was a number of actors. Ryan Gosling was in Are You Afraid of the Dark? That's right. What? Wow, yeah, man. Google it. That's yeah, Are You Afraid of the Dark was way better than Ghostbumps still. 100%. Uh, way yeah. better than Ghostbumps. Are, are You Afraid of the Dark was a little more scary. The stories were more real. Exactly. You know what I mean? Ghostbumps had that like edge of it. It's still childish. Then we had like uh, cartoons like Yvonne and the Yukon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Yvonne and the Yukon. I think yeah. Freaky Stories was Canadian too. Yeah, I wouldn't be yeah. surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. We, we were on a roll, to yeah. be honest with you. And you know, you know what it is too? It's another thing as well is that like, even for radio, like what we're on right now, like the CRTC controls all of these things. Right. So a specific amount of content has to be Canadian. I'm pretty sure even right now, there's probably a lot of children's show that is Canadian. Yeah. Like can we just con- probably just, don't know about it, right? We just probably don't know know mm-hmm. about it. But I mean, yeah. probably not as epic too, but I mean, yeah. or are we, is this nostalgia talking, you know? Mm-hmm. It probably is a little bit of both. A little bit of both, right? A little bit of both. But uh, regardless, more Canadian TV, more Canadian actors, Dare more I say colored Arthur's actors. Canadian too? No, it's not. No, it's not. Now you're stretching. Not, not Canadian, stretching? Bro. Now you're stretching. Yeah, Ziggy Marley dude. We're good. Yeah, we're not that good. We're not that good. <laughs> for sure. Definitely not good. We'll get there, though. It's But there is one of those like epic shows that are Canadian. I can't Franklin? Nah. Nah, right? <laughs> nah. <laughs> While you're looking that up. <laughs> Lunette the Clown. The Big Comfy Couch. I think that's Canadian. Hmm. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh there's a lot of famous Canadian kids shows that we probably just overlooked or didn't even know know about. Yeah. Before you get off that, I think Popular Mechanics for Kids was actually Canadian. PMK. PMK I'm, I'm was sure Canadian, was. I believe. Because um that girl who that was in PMK, I forgot what her name is, but uh she's married to Dion Phaneuf. Uh so Oh yeah, that's yeah, right. They're from Calgary or some some part of that. She area. was an actress. She she was an actress too. She got into a few movies yeah. and stuff as well. I, too. I just he, can't he, remember her he, name. Even the guy uh, in that as well too. I believe it was uh, Alicia Cuthbert. Alicia Cuthbert, that's yes. right. What was the What was the guy's name? Uh, Jay Baruchel, I believe. He was in some movies. He was he in a couple movies. He was in a couple movies. Yeah. So you know, it's 
A lot of Canadians finding stardom in Hollywood. And Here, I got I got a list of you for some Canadian cartoons that you probably did not know were Canadian. Okay. Okay. Remember sticking around? Stick, yo, yes. sticking around? Sticking, sticking around. around. <laughs> da, 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 da. Your anus. <laughs> low quality graphic adventure. Bro. Yo, yeah. bro, that was super a low quality. Yeah. We got Sagwa. Sagwa is a Canadian uh, cat show, that yeah. Chinese cat. Yeah, I'm actually too old for that, bro. That's TVO Kids thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember this one. Being Ian. You I don't remember, remember that either. Ian? I don't remember that either. I remember that one. Corduroy. This yeah, Corduroy. A, yeah, I don't know. Corduroy Bear. You yeah, know about corduroy that swag bear. with the Corduroy. <laughs> yeah. Clash of the Titans, Canadian show. Uh, uh-huh. Yvonne of the Yukon, like Yo, I mentioned. Sacre bleu. Reboot. Reboot. Yo. On YTV. Yo, reboot. Yo. You're taking how sick of a concept reboot was, bro. They're actually making, uh, I believe it's either a live action TV series or live yes, action movie. Yes, yeah. movie. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. But reboot was a sick concept. Sick show. Taking them in a computer and yep. playing games. You know, when the game comes in, that's what the purple thing is. That's what it was. Yeah, they, yeah. And the users play a game and then they go into the game. They go into the game. Bro, reboot, that concept was beyond Ridiculous. its time. Beyond its time, bro. right? Beyond yeah. its time. Timothy Goes to School, Canadian. <laughs> Timothy yeah. Goes to School? Babar, Canadian. Monster by Mistake. Monster by Mistake. Yeah, I do remember. He turns into like a... When he sneezes. Yeah, he sneezes, turns yeah, into a blue, blue monster. monster. It's a white TV oh, show. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Jacob YTV Tutu. Show. This is the one I was Yo, thinking about. Jacob Tutu is a big yeah. show. Epic show. Big show. Epic, Epic show. show. It's a lunchtime TV show. Uh, <laughs> lunchtime thing. <laughs> what about Mimi, Maggie and the Ferocious Beast? These are all Canadian shows. Angela, Anaconda, Totally Spies, uh, George Shrinks. Berenstein Bears are even Canadian. Yo, as George thinks well. the G. And so. last but not least, What's with Andy? Big up to What's with Andy. What's with what's Andy? With Andy? Yeah, what, what's yeah, Andy? Yeah, that's a wicked show yeah, still. Show that still. slips my mind, to be honest with yeah. you. I'm telling you, you're too old for this, man. Yo, that's why we're feeling on, nostalgia right now. Come on, bro. If it wasn't for my generation, you guys wouldn't have Pokemon, okay? Pokemon. Pokemans, all right? I'm not going to argue. We that delivered one. you the Pokemans. We gave you the Digimans. Shout out to uh, Pokemon Red and Blue. It was actually 20 year anniversary, like a couple days ago, actually. Damn. 20 years. 20 oh, yeah. years. Yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't have blue or uh, red. I got them later. I got yellow first. I started on yellow with Pikachu. You started off yellow, eh? I started off with yellow. Yeah. I had that uh, lime green Game Boy color. Speaking of mm-hmm. anniversaries, actually, this year was... Um, this is this is nothing related to TV shows, but this actually was uh, the 40th year anniversary of the Terry Fox run. So Is it? Oh, yeah. was it? So yeah. I think it's a big milestone for sure. And, big up uh, to Terry Fox. Big run, up yeah. Terry Fox, Canadian legend. Yeah, shout out shout out to TDSB for making it fun every year too. Yeah. You know, like they, I don't know about anywhere else, but here in Scarborough or here in Ma- Malvern at least, yeah. we got apples directly from Whittemore's Farm, bro. They were the most epic apples that you can have at the end of the Terry know, Fox run. I know, run, I know you're talking about We this. got some Macintosh apples mm-hmm. straight from the farm. We didn't get no apples in real. In, in Markham, but we got freezies. Okay, yeah, you guys, yeah. you guys, uh, jumbo freezies. You guys nah, are rich man. everywhere else anyway, so allow it. You know, nah, let us case, let us have our apples. <laughs> this guy had to come here and try to stomp on us <laughs> on our apples, bro. We these got are, apples, allow us. Yo, we have simple things. We're happy, bro. Yeah, all yeah, right. Man. These apples, yeah. are, they're epic, bro. They came straight from the farm. Yeah, my, like straight from yeah. the farm. R.I.P. Whittemore's Farm, though. You know, that's a that's a legendary spot in Toronto that unfortunately is not around anymore. You know, my my prodigy got freezies and then like ten field trips a year. We were lucky if we got one. Let it go, man. Let it go. Okay, Mark, Mark a man, you know? <laughs> also, speaking of, you know... Oh, Berenstein Bears was Canadian as well, too. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, yeah throw that in there. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, Ber- Berenstein Bears. Berenstein Bears. Yeah, you guys remember that controversy? Yeah, bro. That thing that's still... To me, it's still the Berenstein Bears. Uh, Berenstein <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. But speaking of the Terry Fox run, the 40th anniversary, it actually coincides with something else that has been happening uh, for the past few years, starting in 2013, Orange Shirt Day. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, so Orange Shirt Day, for those of you who do not know, it's to commemorate and remember the survivors of the residential school system. And now for those of you who do not know what that is, is so this is something that exists. It's an institution that existed in Canada 
Started in 1834. 1834. Take that in. 1834. Under the guise of uh, John A. McDonald. For those of you who do not know who that is, the first Prime Minister of Canada. Yeah. Um, and what this is, what what this was effectively, it was uh, a system, an institution that was created to put indigenous children in and effectively to wash away any sort of culture, culture or, yeah, yeah. Or, or identity that they had. So it was effectively the culture genocide of uh, the indigenous people. It's something that... As many religiously end? driven too, right? These, these are of course, driven of course. by the Christian churches. Um, and most of them were boarding schools either in a church or near a church. Yeah, yeah. and, and the, the 100% it was religious based as well too. But then the, the worst part about this or the scariest part about this is 1834 started. It was not abolished until... 1996. Insane. Wow. We were already in school. You, we yeah. were in school. Running this. Bunch of immigrant kids, you know, like about from this. a different country, yeah. like landing in Canada, yeah. thinking yeah. that everything's all Completely good and fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing is, too, is that like even now, there's still a lot of issues that the indigenous people face. Like it's not, uh, I mean, even right now, there's a stat that shows the highest number of children in foster care right now are indigenous children. That's right. So, it, yeah, the, 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 the residential schools don't exist anymore. But there's another form of oppression or genocide that's happening to these people, the people who were here before all of us, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's sure. actually a very, very, very sad thing. So that's why this Orange Shirt Day exists. It's actually, um, it, it was actually created by an author. Her name is Phyllis Jack Webstad. She was actually a former student um, in the residential schools. school yeah. system. And how the Orange Shirt Day concept came is she's actually, she was actually retelling her story in a book about how when she went to her first day of school in an orange shirt, they took the shirt away. And this is something that has always stuck with her. It's just a memory that's painful. And then she turned it into a book to create awareness. And then through that, in 2013, Orange Shirt Day was uh, was created. And every year since, it's just something that's so used just recently, to... 2013. 2013, yeah. yeah. And only in 2008 is when the government of Canada, Steve, under Stephen Harper, apologized to the for indigenous this. people uh, mm. for, for committing, committing uh, these acts of genocide. Is what it is, you know? Like, there's no other way to put it. And like... So I was on Twitter the other day and, and someone made a great point. Like, well, it was a, it was actually a very sad point. It was that when we talk about Orange Shirt Day, it's to commemorate the survivors of residential school. That's right. right. So if you're saying survivors, that means there's people who, who, who are no who longer with it. us. Who yeah. didn't make yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So there's actually 139 uh, residential schools uh, over the course of time in Canada. And uh, there's over 6,000 student deaths that are actually related to residential schools. Um, it's crazy. Listen to the stat right here. It's uh, the odds of dying in, of children who are in Indian or Indigenous uh, residential schools is one in twenty-five, and the odds of dying uh, for Canadians serving in World War Two is one in twenty-six. Come on, wow. That's 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 Those that's sad. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna read that again, just just so it sits. Once again, if you're a student attending an Indigenous residential school, the stat- statistic of you dying was one in twenty-five versus statistic of someone who was serving in World War Two was one in 26. Absolutely insane. That's messed up. Considering that this is, you're talking about a war zone and you're comparing it to, uh, it's not even like, it's like a school. It's something a, that's a school. A place where you go to learn. Yeah. A place where you yeah. go to learn. I mean, grow and like things of these Supposed sort. Yeah. learning. You know and I, mean? I think at least, uh, you know, for children specifically, having an anchor is important, right? Absolutely. Whether that be a, a sole person, you know, maybe just a mother or a whole family. Maybe it's a whole village or, you know, like, a whole community and a whole indigenous community and when you take someone away from that natural community and their their typical habits and cultures and then force something else upon them um they come out almost lost in a whole other person right so it's it's almost impossible for them to find 
uh, success in life, whether it be financial success or whether it be success uh, socially, right? Yeah. Uh, in a family sense, whatever the case may be. So a lot of these folks come out and um, unfortunately they don't have the means or haven't been given the opportunities to, to strive and be successful, right? Right, absolutely. So it's it's quite unfortunate to see. And uh, because of that, of course, Orange Shirt Day now exists. It's commemorate, commemorated every September 30th. Yeah. Um, and that's the reason why uh, people were uh, celebrating and wearing orange shirts uh, just this past week. September 30th, the um, reason for this date is because this is the date that uh, students were originally taken away from home to these residential schools on an annual basis. So yeah. September 30th was basically the first day of school. First day of school. Um, and that's the reason September 30th is the reason and uh, orange shirt day. There's like, so the, the thing is the abundance of uh, evidence and like evidence and like stories from these residential school days still exists because we're talking about 96 there's still kids who are in that system who sharing their stories telling us what was happening what was right. going on and like that's crazy some of these stories about. are heartbreaking man yeah, like you, yeah. you're, you're talking about kids who 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 were taking from their parents to, to, to speak another a, language yeah forced to speak another language forget their culture like, cut their hair change their speak. clothes change religion yeah. everything basically man. yeah like the more and if they didn't and they and they you know like they broke these rules they were, they suffered consequences, consequences right yeah. you're talking about Punishments. physical and sexual abuse yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. physical and sexual abuse and that's that's like that's as if it's not bad enough you got to throw that in there too it's like it's just mind-boggling how this this was happening i think the worst so part of all of this is still having the name the sc- uh, calling this a school for the first part you know yeah. this is almost a prison or yeah, a, yeah, like yeah, yeah. somewhere like you don't want to be yeah. but they call it a school to make it all like sound so great right Bro, so, and you know what also adds like salt to the wound or insult to injury is you know matt's mentioned that sir johnny mcdonald was obviously the founder of our country and the person who drove uh, a lot of the initiatives behind residential schools. Mm-hmm. But now you look at elementary schools and there's, I believe there's like more than 10 different schools across the country that are named after Sir Johnny McDonald. Yeah, and there's statues of him. And there's stuff. statues of him, yeah. mm-hmm. right? And we learn about him in, yes. in history in like grade five and grade four, whatever the case is, right? As a founding father. As a founding this, father. This great, is the guy Great who, big person of stature, you know, high stature. Right. Yeah. But that, that, and that's funny that you bring that up because like these are like, these these are like actual realities that did take place and these people are not exempt from it and we should if we're going to talk about history of they did this they did that so we're going to talk about the history of what they did as well too and this is this is something that they did mm-hmm. and bringing this Sir John A. McDonald conversation up there's actually the story of Henry Dundas I'm pretty sure you guys are also aware of Dundas Street you know there's right. a whole movement right now starting in the UK because he was a Scottish uh, politician um, and, every, and, and now it's in Toronto there's a petition going on to change the name of Dundas Street so can you tell us a little bit about Dundas and for people who are, who are listening and don't know uh, who he is? So effectively, who Henry Dundas was, is he was a politician, he's a Scottish-born politician in Britain. And what happened was he was actually credited with delaying the abolishment of slavery. So mm-hmm. slavery should have, uh, don't quote me on the years, but right. slavery should have ended in 1783. But because of Henry Dundas, it got pushed out to 1803, some, something like that. Like There's a few years that it should have, it should have ended earlier, but it, it got pushed out because of this one politician's stance against it so to profit off of it and in effect 63 slaves were kept in captivity wow. because of him not um allowing the abolishment of it and in toronto now there's a big movement to change dundas street which is a major artery street it's, that it's, goes through it the says city. that the dundas street in toronto has been named dundas street since the 1800s so there you go it's been a while here for a long, long time, as early as he's been around, uh, Henry Dundas. Yeah. Um, and it, I guess it was never looked back at, uh, the reason why it was named yeah. this. So when we when we look at a Scott, was this a Scottish, is he? Scottish. He's Scottish descent, yes. So I'm, I'm assuming there's a Dundas Street across Scotland as well. 
probably. That, that they oh, there's, to... there's Dundas streets everywhere. Right, so right, it is yeah. a global movement. It's just yeah. strictly just to Toronto. So That's interesting, man. I got the exact number. So the slave trade in the British Empire ended in 1807. But if it were not for Dundas's obstruction, it would have ended in 1792. Wow. More, so than, more than half a million people affected by that. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, man, we're so ignorant to it. Like, I, at least myself, I had no idea who Henry Dundas was before. Because you don't think twice. Happened. Exactly, right? You look at a street like you know, I don't know, like Young Street, and you just, you assume it's just a street name, right? Like, you, mm. you don't think about what uh, yeah, what no, the bro, conception 100%. was behind Absolutely. naming these streets, Absolutely. right? Yeah. It's the colonizers, uh, it's the colonizers, yeah. uh, the marks on history. Like, all, all you, the, I think, major uh, streets in Toronto have yeah. some kind of history to it, uh, whether it's Eglinton, Lawrence, all these have Simcoe. Like some, yeah, Even Ryerson everything. University, yeah. right? I mean, they're, they're going through protests and debates right now to, to bring down the statue uh, for a name Ryerson, too, because it was named after um, someone who's... Uh, who's related to the slave trade as well? There, there you go. Mm-hmm. It's 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 the Im- impacts of colonization, and they don't want us to forget it by putting it in places like streets and schools. Like it's like these people have such a dark history tied to them, and then you're putting it on the names of inter- institutions and roads for us to remember forever, and like conveniently want us to forget about the the dark side of it behind it, right? And then <clears throat> we talked about this on the after hour show a couple couple episodes ago too, where um uh, what what was his name? He's the opposition leader, who the former conservative opposition leader. What's his name again? You get his name, just, just, just shoot it's it out. But what happened was he did the protest saying that we shouldn't remove the John uh, Johnny McDonald statue. I'm all for removing these uh, these darker sides of colonization remains, you know, remnants. Yeah. Andrew Andrew Shear. Andrew Shear, <laughs> that's the guy. That's the loser right there. This is what happens when it's late night on the after hour show. <laughs> late night on the after hour show. After hours after dark. After dark. New for segment real. coming soon. <laughs> but that being said, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you do want to purchase an orange shirt, uh, proceeds are going to uh, the Orange Church Society that goes back to uh, awareness events related to indigenous schools. You can purchase that at orangeshirtday.org. Uh, either purchase one of their custom-made uh, orange shirts or you can make your own and put your own design on it and it'll be printed on an orange shirt. Once again, that's every September 30th. Yeah, man. Good. That's top three for this week, ladies and gentlemen. All right, let's wrap this up. But before we wrap this up, we talk about a whole bunch of cartoons, but I did not notice this guy had a reptar on his hat. Bro. Hey, this is some some epic, epic uh, memories throwbacks on that Rugrats. That's, that's right, yeah. Rugrats. With uh, reptar on the hat. That's man. right. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a picture of this hat right now. Who's old up. now? Who's old now? <laughs> <laughs> I got a little I got a little young and left in Rugrats that's in right. Paris, bro. Remember that? Rugrats in Paris? Yeah. yeah. Yo, you know the you know the Rugrats movie had uh, had a the, one of the official soundtrack songs was Buster Rhymes. Oh, what? Was it? Buster Rhymes on the track. You guys are just youngins. Don't test me ever again, <laughs> Bruh. Well, speaking of youngins, we got some youngins that are actually on the rise. We got some mans on the rise. Okay. You know what time of the show is, ladies and gentlemen. This is Mans on the Rise, the part of the program where we feature two new artists and two new tracks that are coming up. Uh, whether that be globally. In the UK, whether it be in Germany, whether it be in Toronto, we and got you covered. Anywhere in the galaxy. Whether you're in, yeah. yeah. Uh, Alaska, Mar- Iceland, you know, Mars, Mars Pluto. Fam, we find you. That's right. Man's on a rise. Listen, if you want to be featured on the segment, send us your track. Send us that DM at After Hours 1027. Uh, these two tracks we got you for you today are special and we got some stories behind them. Uh, the first one comes off of the album Layers that literally just dropped about uh, a couple of days ago. Coming from the New Face music group. Uh, once again, this song is Kuku off the album Layers, all the way from Germany. It's Abi, Kirtanen, and Radi Adden. You already know this song's gonna bang. Hey. Hey. Yeah. 
This song? I love when people kick use uh, Tamil samples. Tamil samples, man. Yo, bro. Yo, kick it on. Kick, kick it on. It makes you like the oh, song before oh. you hear it, you know? As soon as you play the track and you hear the kick it on the sample, it's like... We're definitely more partial to it because it, it, hits, the, it hits the heartstrings, you that's know? That's right. When you hear... When that, you, that whistle, right? That yo, that I can see, I can still see Rajini coming down yeah. the stairs. You know, you guys, you guys watch Pare for that scene. Yeah, where they, where, where his daughter's friends come, like, ah, oh, this is your father, yeah. the countryman. Superstar. Yeah, like, yeah. Ah, he comes back with a suit. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> 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 banger, still, it's a banger. Hundred percent, man. And the whole album is actually a work of art. Once again, these guys are from Germany, and uh, they didn't hold back with this uh, this initial album that they came out with. They're working with a lot of the big names. Danny Yogadas is on here. Uh, Rati, of course, is on here. Uh, we got Shagina on here. We also got uh, the Maestro on here. Uh, Bullet Times on here. Man, there's a lot of features on here. Y'all gotta go check it out. Unfortunately, it's not on Spotify and Apple Music just yet. It's only on YouTube. We'll leave the link in our bio. But once again, that was Kiku by the New Face Group. 
Um, and that's coming straight out of Germany. Some heat Bro, for sure. Brand new hit. Looks like this was just released yesterday, right? Yes. Yep. Fresh out the Bro. fresh out the press. Jeez. That's right. And you heard it here first. You already know. We're gonna move on to the next track. Mm. This song is a little special. It's a different vibe. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's not our usual hip hop uh, music that we're playing on on the on a one hundred two seven. Coming but, from Europe uh, as well too. This one's coming from Europe. It's coming out of London, UK. It's definitely a vibe, and yeah. this one has a story behind it. I want uh, I want Cypher to go ahead and drop this one first, and we'll get into it once again. This is Good Love Two brought to you by Priya Ragu. Yeah. Tabla roll, man. That's Ooh. what it is. That dink, dink, dink. <laughs> Yo, that was beautiful, bro. That was beautiful. That Yo, was so you, well composed. Can you do that again? I'm, I'm trying to make a beat. All yeah, right, yeah. Right. hit record. All make right. sure you hit record. And Check you get this. Okay, you guys ready for it? Yeah, run it. That was so fire. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I hope you caught it. It went by to, so fast. You guys try to make a, a sound clip out of this, eh? <laughs> nah, I'm just trying to go viral here. Bro, trying to, Already we're, viral, you know? That's trying right. to drop the right it in reasons. the mix. Trying to drop it in the mix tonight. Yo, we'll leave that in an exclusive, you know? 100%, <laughs> man. Top secret. Yo, once again, that was Priya Ragu, and the track is Good Love 2.0. 
my mistake. She's actually coming out of Zurich, Switzerland, not uh, mm, out of London, okay. UK. That's my bad. But uh, she's definitely making uh, some noise in the scene. You know, she's working with some big artists. Uh, she's worked with Odyssey out of New York, who's a nice up-and-coming rapper. You should check him out. But the biggest news about Priya is that her track, Good Love 2.0, that you just heard here live on uh, 102.7, is actually going to be on the FIFA 21 soundtrack. Woo-hoo. Take that in. Jeez. Can you believe that? Take that in. Bro, I'm, I'm, I'm copying a copy just for that. First Facts. of all, I, FIFA I, I, I is, is the top sold uh, sports video game it really in the is, market, eh? in the world, worldwide, worldwide. since yeah. time. I could believe that, yes. Yeah. And, uh, of course, you know, soccer, more so than other sports, um, you know, uh, accounts for a lot of other cultures, right? It's, yeah. a, it's a worldwide sport, right? So this whole entire soundtrack for FIFA 21 actually features more than 100 different artists from 23 different countries. That's crazy. So Dope. it's insane because, like, let me lead up, list off a couple of these artists that are going to be on this list. And the fact that she's, uh, you know, up on the same platform with them is absolutely insane. We're talking about the Glass Animals. We're talking Stormzy. We're talking about Buju Banton. We're talking about Buju. Ola Brown. We're talking about like Shy. We're talking, yo, big, big names. Dave That's a good company. Out of, good out of, company, uh, man. You know, Idris Elba. Man, the list just keeps going on. That's Coffee's on here. Mac Miller's on here. RIP. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, you know what I mean? And the fact that she's going up uh, on the same platform as her, as these guys, representing the Tamil community, representing uh, Elam Tamils is absolutely That's huge. That's dope. Taking that when you're on FIFA, you're catching some L's, feel proud that you're listening to the Tamil girl, you know? <laughs> Straight up. This, this song is legit. Like that waiting music where you're picking your yeah, team. Yeah, you when you're picking your team. Trying that's to pick what, your jersey. That's what, that's what it is. You know? Pick your jersey, pick your team. And it's like... Dink, dink. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and even the album artwork or uh, the cover artwork for this specific song is actually quite unique. Um, we'll put a, a link in our bio once again to check this out. But, uh, you know, there's, a, there's a, a few pieces on here that you can pull out and uh, and, and tell that she's really giving an ode to the She got, to the she got her style. She got her style. I've, I've been following Priya Ruggle for a while now and I'm, I'm it's pretty crazy to see her elevate this side but she has her style you know for sure like she has in that in this picture here she has her hair tied in a style that a yes, lot of school yes. girls yes. back in Sri Lanka right, used to right, dress right. Right? right um even even the words good love are written out in tamil right uh right below yep, uh right, right below in the bottom there. corner like and then even stamp. in the middle oh, it's, it's pretty ragu kut love <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what it is yeah. kut is a kuna utana yep love love that's there that's, that's where the, that's where our parents accents come from it's not because of the accent is because how they, tra- they, they translate. They yeah. direct translate. Literal translations. Kut lof. Why they could? Why couldn't they just put like nalla kadal here? You know, nalla kadal. Yeah, facts. They could have did that too. But like you know, you know, you know, it's funny though. Like even when you, if you go to like Spice Land or anything, right? It's not just Spice Land. It's new Spice Land, and then they, they, yeah, yeah. they oh, <laughs> you, in the Tamil. If you guys could read Tamil, if you read they put it, the new, it's yeah. new is Spice yeah. Land. Yeah. No, it's, oh, yeah. you know, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not whatever spices in Tamil yeah. and uh, yeah. land. You know, no, it's. Yeah. Pude yeah. is what's spice in in Tamil? What's no, the it, there's a lot of things that they do that when like even like bakery they would bake curry like yeah, it was yeah. like like I don't know why you guys are doing this just like, <laughs> just like Yo, big, big facts just right just like stick with uh, unavagam and just call it a day you know oh yeah. my guy with the unavagam saucing on us yo Tamil classes being taught virtually going forward from now on uh, Saturdays brought to you by DJ Cipher kids <laughs> register online at afterhours 1027.com by the way spice and spice Google Translate tells me that spice in Tamil is masala Masala. Masala. Like masala. masala. Ma- oh, masala. Yeah, masala. Ma- what are you? Masala. What? Masala. I was wondering where you're going with that. <laughs> masala. It's because like masala. Pudu masala kani. <laughs> and on that note. Supermarket. <laughs> <laughs>
I think Matt's brain's out the window with that muscle-like comment. Hey. So we're going to call it a wrap, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, this was the After Hours pre-show on 102.7 East FM. Thank you for tuning in. That's the good love. <laughs> <laughs> That's that wrap time. It's getting late, guys. I got to head out of here. That's Episode right. 12 is officially a wrap. It is a wrap. And I- once again, all the Man's on the Rise tracks can be heard on our Man's on the Rise Spotify playlist. Link in the bio. Check it out. And, and of course, yeah, there's, a new, there's a new cover. Shout out to uh, the boy Jet for making that new cover for Mads. Jackie Jet, yo, my guy is skilled, fam. <laughs> <laughs> my guy is skilled. He's yo. He's, shout he's, out to Jet. Yeah, shout out to that. Uh, that cover is fire, yeah. straight fire. <laughs> <laughs> yo, for real, man. I Big hope up. You, I hope you hear this, Jet. Yo, we take it off. <laughs> Team After Hours blasting off again. You know what it is? It's the boy Prodigy. This is Cipher. This is After Hours 102.7 East FM. This is Matt. And we out. <laughs> Peace. This is time.